to Oh The Depths podcast. This is a space filled with real women as we dive deep into real topics covering motherhood to life and everything in between with me, your host, Bethany Fontaine. So get comfy and get ready to relate, be encouraged, and maybe gain some new perspective. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Oh The Depths podcast. I am your host, Bethany Fontaine, and I actually have an amazing guest with me today. Um, Her name is Laura Coida, and she is a mom of two, and she's a stay-at-home mom who shares her life on YouTube and on Instagram and is another content creator where she shares a ton of amazing amazing stuff um, that is super relatable and just uh, overall is just such a good friend. We've known each other for, I'd say... What has it been over? It's been over a year since we've been talking, I think. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. We met for the first time at that Vancouver meetup. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've been following your channel for, I feel like it's got to be five years now. Oh, for how really? long have you been doing YouTube? I didn't know that you've been starting since the beginning. I didn't know that. Well, I've been doing it for just over four years. So. Okay, yeah. So maybe that makes sense. But I remember like your oven cleaning video is where <laughs> like. Yeah. It was huge. And then um, I started following you shortly after that. So um, it was great to meet you in person and and just connect. That was awesome. So yeah, it was really cool to meet in person because it's so funny when you, you know, interact online or like through Instagram, and then you kind of get to know each other that way. And then you meet in person. It's just like you can just like step into almost like being like, I already know you like it's so cool to meet people in real life. Yes, it's like a shortcut. And then you can actually get a really good sense of someone quicker. It's like online dating, I guess, although I've never (laughs) online friend dating (laughs) dating is is a is a speedy process. So that was good. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that was so awesome um, to meet in person. But yeah, so basically, I have Laura on today with me to kind of discuss um, a topic that I I wish I knew these things before I became a stay-at-home mom because I find that a lot of times when we, you know, become mothers or when people become moms for the first time, there's a lot of things that they wish they knew. Um, And a lot of that is the real stuff that not a lot of people talk about. And since we both have become stay-at-home moms and we both became uh, stay-at-home moms at different times in our life, um, I was 23, so I was very young. Um, and you know, Laura had a career, she had things going on for her that were, you know, not a part of my life, but I'm really excited to get her perspective on things she wished she knew as well. So yeah, basically we can just get started. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just on that, like I, my first thing I have to say is that I wish I started earlier and I Mm -hmm. wish you before I became a mom at 31 and I wish I knew how fulfilling it was earlier on in my life. I feel like it was the missing puzzle piece. So for me, looking at you, I admire, I just, well, you can never go back in time. I have no regrets of my life, but I admire and am slightly jealous that you figured out that piece of your puzzle before I did, but you can never go back in time. And there's a reason for everything. I I really believe that. But I was sort of, I feel like both my husband and I, we've been dating since high school but we always put um, career first and both of us were just searching like what's the best career? What is the best um, purpose in our lives outside of family formation? And we kept searching and 
I feel like if I had known earlier on that it would be so fulfilling to have kids, I would have started way earlier. And both my husband and I feel that way. But you can only kind of walk the path that you're on. And it's just something that I always tell younger people who are couples who are just um, not there yet and are not ready or don't know if they want to have kids. I'm like, well, you know, not a lot of people will say this to you, but I always say, I'm like, I wish I started earlier, not in a pushy get started kind of way, but just like looking back on it. I didn't know that that was the the missing piece of my puzzle. Um, And so if I could turn back the clock, I would definitely before, um, well, put that into perspective because I think you know, even the career that I chose was, which was law, was something I chose outside of the idea of having a family. And I kind of um, thought that it would fall into place once I chose my my career. But I wish that I, I could go back and, and sort of um, put family before that. But oh, that's just hindsight. I have no regrets on it. It's just something I wish, you know, just like everything you wish you had known. It's like, oh, that would have been nice to know. <laughs> but yeah. I, didn't at that point in time have that have that focus so yeah for sure what about you with like when you were planning because you went to university were you planning to have a family or like did you do you think that like you know how how much were things planned for you that way yeah time? well well for me like I I did two years of college and I really didn't have a clear like career path that I wanted to go down Um, I knew I wanted a family. I knew I wanted children, but I didn't really know when that would come in my life. And to be honest with you, I didn't really have a ton of direction until I met my husband and we started a serious relationship. And, you know, things just progressed. And, you know, I moved to where he was from and we got engaged, we got married and, you know, and then I just started working where I could and, as time went on in our relationship, we were like, okay, we feel like we're ready to start a family. And I think when we started dating, you know, I became more kind of, I guess you could say kind of hmm, more like interested in the idea of becoming a stay-at-home mom. And that was something I always planned on doing in the future. Um, And so for me, I was like, well, like, do I start going to school for a career, but if I'm going to be having kids in the next, say, five years, um, almost like if I'm going to be staying at home, why would I start that now? So, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm always open to starting something in the future, like going back to school for something that I enjoy. Like, I'm always open to that. Um, But I think that's when things kind of started being like, okay, I'm on the path to becoming a stay-at-home mom. So, let's just do it. Let's just go for it. And so I think, again, like you said, everyone's path is different and how you get there is different. And yeah, we can't change the past, but it be, you know, makes you who you are, right. And where you are right now. So yeah, well, that's, that's I think like I, I don't have any regrets because I feel like I could put a pause button on my career. And, and if you look at your whole life in terms of Uh, how long you expect to be working and people are expected to work longer these days, your career is really long and motherhood, the early days are really short. And so you can fit it in in any different way. And you, you don't have to do it all at the same time. Although it feels there's definitely some pressure to do that. And a lot of people will tell you you're missing out to do it one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And I just have to like push, push all that aside and just go, um, your own way that way. I think for me, the only thing that was like a limit that is a limiting factor is now 
like I'm working against my biological clock in a way. I am 38 now. I, I am like so old that I forget how old I am, but not really. <laughs> the 30s are just a blur. I love my age and like I, I love the maturity that I have in my 30s, but I feel like I'm working against a clock more mm-hmm. than if I started earlier. So it and that is might like impact how many kids we were able to have at the end of the day instead of me, you know, if, if like starting younger. So okay. I, yeah. So I even though I'm like grateful that I have a career that I could return to or, you know, that I have that under my belt and have the confidence that I did it and I can do it in the future. That's my that's the one trade-off that I feel like I made that way. Whereas if I had started earlier. And you can always set your eyes on your career later and not have a clock working on you if you're doing a degree in that. But I know a lot of people who feel like they're too old to go to nursing school or they're too old to like, which is just false too. Um, mm-hmm. We always feel like we have these clocks taking, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess um, for me, one thing I kind of wish that I knew before becoming a stay-at-home because I feel like in some ways it's kind of seen as like, okay, what do you do all day? Like what, you know, like it's supposed to be this magical thing where you spend all this time with your children. It's supposed to be wonderful all the time, which it is, it is great. Um, But I think the one thing that I really didn't know that was coming was how lonely it would be in some ways Um, because you're with your children constantly. And for our family, we only have one vehicle. And so when my husband is working, I don't have a car. I don't have an escape from the house unless I go for a walk. And so um, with that, I found that, yeah, you're around your little kids all the time and you don't really have a whole lot of adults to talk to. So that's why I'm thankful that, you know, you have social media or your phone to connect and um, to connect with other people around you, especially moms going through the same thing. I find that's really important. So yeah, like, have you found that it's been lonely for you as well? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, it's been so pervasive for me. That's why I turned to social media and why I started my channel is because I saw people interacting on other family blogs and mom bloggers. And I was like, this is this is incredible, because just seeing somebody else go through their day uh, was so therapeutic for me. And then um, to be a part of the space, it's just been that's been such a fantastic outlet for me. And I feel like with the like recent pandemic, I feel like I adjusted a bit better because I have so many virtual friends that I didn't have to have this like sort of abrupt cessation in seeing people like I because all of my friends I have some sort of virtual relationship with. So that that has really helped. And I think that that loneliness is something that is not addressed enough. I think people sometimes go back to work just because they're so lonely. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I get that. Um, But if that's the only reason that you're going back to work, it might be also unfulfilling at the end of the day. But I think that that's something that, you know, in the past, um, I don't think that it it was much lonelier and we're like quite fortunate to have virtual relationships. But there's nothing like getting together with somebody who Mm -hmm. is like your peer in the day. And that is so hard to do at every stage of babyhood into toddlerhood. And even when your kids go to school, it's so hard. Yeah. Check and and it feels very isolating. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. I I definitely found that it's just like okay, like I feel lonely, and it's like okay, how how am I gonna change this? What am I gonna do about it? Um. And so yeah, that's one of the reasons why I started you know going on social media as well, and also to help moms realize that it's normal 
And, you know, like you don't have to feel stuck in that. And there's things that you can do to kind of get yourself out of feeling that way. Um, But yeah, that's definitely one of the misconceptions about being a single mom is like, oh, well, you're around your kids all the time. How can you be lonely? So, um, or even that you'll get to hang out with other moms a lot. Like I found that, you know, I think some people think that all moms, stay at home moms sit together and like have coffee with their kids. That, That is super nice. And people can go out to do that. But I think the reality is, different schedules, different (laughs) vehicles. Yeah, it is hard to meet up. It is not easy ever. Yes, it's it's definitely a season of life where it's like, Oh, let's get together. And then the next time you get together is like two months later. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, and that's basically a reality. It's like, Oh, let's get together. And you just keep saying like, let's get together. And it just never happens, you know, so it's an amazing thing when two moms do get together and have coffee with their kids around. It's, it's good. But yeah, it's really um, another thing that I wish I kind of knew before becoming a stay-at-home mom is how much like schedules and routine can be your friend. Because um, I found that when you're home all the time, and you know, like obviously the kids have their own routine, but you having your routine on top of that is so incredibly helpful because I find for myself, if things aren't organized or I don't know what I'm doing or I have a span of time that is free. Um, I get a little bit like, I have a hard time organizing myself mm-hmm. when I'm not sure like what I should be doing or how I should be like making the best out of that time and just being, you know, having good time management skills is really important too. I totally feel that. I call it my systems. Like yeah. I have to have the systems in place. And whenever, um, one time I, I was like talking to one of my friends and saying that, um, that my husband being at home was really like me- messing up my day. And she was like, oh yeah, he's messing with your systems. And I was like, that is actually true. Like it's a different, it's a, when he's home unexpectedly, it's a change in my routine. And that has me like all messed up. I have my systems and ways of doing things, which is so um, incredibly helpful. Like not even to, not even to have goals, but just like ways of going about things and that's why I think like newborn stage is so difficult because you haven't set your systems they're not they're erratic and um it's stressful but yeah routine I was one of those people who never liked a routine ahead of having kids I, I wanted to do things spontaneously and that's how I that I felt was tied to my identity I was like Laura's up for whatever and I'm go with the flow Laura and then having kids, I had to really settle into the idea that actually it's okay if you're not go with the flow and the routines will be your best friend. So Yeah, for sure. Well, I definitely think that um, even having the routines, especially for like, kids, like their nap time, like they thrive on it. I find that too. Kids thrive on routine. Um, but within their, you know, wake time, nap time and lunch time or snack or whatever, that in those in between times, you can still be go with the flow and be like, hey, we're going to go do this today. Like, let's just go do it. And so like, I feel like within those rhythms, those systems that you have, you can still kind of be go with the flow. Because I feel like as a mom, you always have to be go with the flow. Because things pop up all the time that are unexpected, you know, so yeah, I yeah. guess that's another, that's another good one. It's like, expect the unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know that like, um, it's been, it, I feel like it's riding a wave, you know, and, yeah. and that was something I never fully experienced until having kids is like, what it really feels like to be out of control and know that you need to ex- expect the unexpected at any moment. And so, 
I envision it like a wave. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I yeah. kind of see it as a ro- roller coaster <laughs> with a bunch of flips in there. <laughs> that's that's it honestly what it is. It's like, you have no idea what's coming. There's a lot of highs, but there's a lot of crazy turns and twists. And um, yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess um, kind of, a, we touched on this a little bit, but another thing that I wish that I knew was how having mom friends or a mom community is so important. So I guess mm-hmm. I kind of went with, you know, feeling lonely and what you can do about that. Um, but basically just, yeah, having that community and, you know, having friends that don't have kids are amazing too, like hundred percent. But having that mom friend who understands why you're late because the kids had, or one of the kids had a poop explosion and the other one lost their shoes and it's like, they get it, you know, and yeah. being able to like, you know, understand one another in that way is, is huge. And I feel like, um, it's really, really important to have that, that sense of support through this crazy roller coaster, like you're talking about. So I definitely feel that too. There's like a sense of camaraderie that you have and it's kind of, it has affected my other relationships with friends that don't Mm -hmm. have kids. And I, it's hard to move past that. I think that's one of like the things I didn't expect too, is how, how difficult it would be to maintain relationships. Um, especially with people who don't have kids, I feel like you get it when you, when you have kids of why you can't connect on certain levels, but sometimes I feel like the communication becomes different. You can't, you can't, there's that piece that just isn't connecting maybe Mm -hmm. on you are not as reliable as you were before or why you have different priorities. And that's mm-hmm. something I didn't anticipate that friendship would change that way. Yeah. I think it's obviously something that's worth it, but it is, it is hard to navigate. I was the first one of my friend group um, uh, that to have kids. And um, I think one of my friends put it like, I was like a mom pack leader that way. Uh, and that's nice. Like I it was, it's nice for the subsequent friends of ours to look to me as that, but I felt it was lonely and it was hard to keep relationships with my only community at that time. So it made it even more lonely that way. Yeah. So. And I can totally empathize with you because yeah, like I was the first one out of my friend group to have a baby too. And so, um, I I found people eventually that had kids too. And that was really great because I found that those relationships thrived because yeah, like when you're a first time mom, it's, it's intense. You're trying to find out who you are, you know, Mm -hmm. and you kind of have a bit of an identity crisis, not maybe a crisis, but it's shifting in a lot of ways. And so um, when you feel like someone else is going through that with you, it's, it's really, um, yeah, it's really amazing. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I definitely think that too. Yeah. Expect that friendships do change. And even if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you're just a new mom, you know, um, it will happen. So, yeah. So do you have any other things that you found that were unexpected or things you wish you knew? Um, One of the things that is hardest for me about being a stay-at-home mom that I didn't anticipate was the relentlessness of the job. It is so full on. um, And I think that it is for both parents, but for mom when you're, the, when you are the stay at home mom and you are like the snack getter, like my son called me <laughs> lady for like three years. <laughs> it was just, anything. It was me. Like I'm oh, even if like dad is like at the fridge, it's like, go get mom in another room. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've definitely experienced that. Yes. And it feels good. But then there are times where it feels really taxing that it's mm-hmm. always 
it's always a job for you and there is no break. And I think that that is the reality of it. We, we say that we're, we need a break and we need to go and um, have some time alone, me time. But at the end of the day, there really isn't any me time when you're a mom. It is full time job. I think there was a commercial a few years ago that talked about like a fake job interview and the job interviewer was saying, do you want this job? It is like all a hundred percent of your time, 24 hours a day. You have to be on, you need to do this, this, and this. Yeah. I think I saw that too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was for, but it's true. It's so, it's so full on. And I think that part sometimes is the most difficult, but it's also like, you also feel like a warrior for enduring it. And it makes you stronger, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah, that's um, right. But for me, that was one thing I never, you can never anticipate that. I don't know. No, think. 100%. I think it's it's funny because when you, you know, become a mom, it's you can't really fully prepare mentally for what you're about to experience because you have to just go through it to like change and to grow from it. And I think, yeah, you can prepare with all the things, all the diapers and all that. But I think it comes down to you have to go through that difficult experience of, you know, how taxing it is on you for you to fully, you know, change and um, to, to grow into someone who, you know, I'm sure you're proud of because you've gone through such difficult physical uh, moments, uh, mental moments where you're like, I don't know if I can do this, you know, um, and mm-hmm. so. And, you know, as moms, we've all felt that because, yeah, like you said, that job description, it's like, that sounds terrible. Like, that's insane. Like, who would ever want to do that? Right. But it's like, you know, moms and dads who, you know, parenting never stops. Right. And especially if you're a stay at home mom, um, it doesn't stop. Even when your kids are sleeping, you're still thinking about them, you know, and even, you know, my daughter Brielle is she's away at grandma's right now. And even for me, I'm thinking like, Oh, what is she doing? I hope she's doing, you know, I hope she's taking a nap today. (laughs) Because she, you know, she's so tired and, you know, that stuff. So yeah, even if you have a bit of a time away, you're still always thinking about them and how they're doing. And I think that's definitely going to change even too, when our kids are older, I feel like motherhood changes um, with different seasons. And um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing, amazing experience. And like, like you said, like, being a stay-at-home mom is something that I honestly don't think that I would ever regret. Being able to go through those, seeing the milestones happen, you know, and being able to be there emotionally and physically for your child when they're young is, I think, is really important. Um, and of course, it's not, um, you know, entirely possible for every single family. Um, but like you said, the, you know, fi- financially straining so that you can be home, I think, is is a, is a great decision. Cause even for us, like only having one vehicle, you know, we're making it work right now because, you know, we see the importance of it. So I think again, uh, to each their own, you know, if you're working or whatnot, I think overall moms are just amazing people. Um, it's such a sacrificing work and we should all be very proud with, with however we're making it work for our f- own families, you know? So Oh, totally. Yeah. There's so many different ways you can thrive as a family and it has to fit your personality and your, your goals and mm-hmm. in life. But for me, it's, it's a, it's an honor and it's something I'm very grateful that we're able to do and a, and a privilege. Um, and it's something that I feel like I am empowered by the choice that I'd like to make it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
So I really appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's all that we have for today's episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching if you're on my YouTube channel and listening. Um, yeah, it was an honor to have you today, Laura. It was great to hear your perspectives and just some things that you wish you knew before you became a stay-at-home mom. But yeah, thank you guys so much for watching and listening and we'll see you guys in my next one. Bye. Always a pleasure. Bye. Bye.